0: Welcome to Strangeland everybody, it is I, Dr. Dark, back again, twice in the same week with another episode for you. Who would have thought two in the same week couldn't be done, but I've done it for you, the people. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to build upon the simulation theory. My episode on that is hands down my most popular, and there's a lot more to discuss regarding it. So the concept that we're going to discuss even further is this idea of technological singularity, AI and its advancement towards singularity. And this is a good one. So let's get into this. Alrighty. So, technological singularity. The theory is that eventually, and who knows when, could be within the year for all we know, could be 50 years from now, it could be 200 years from now, that tech growth, specifically AI, will reach a point where it's uncontrollable and irreversible, leading to stages of intelligence. And those stages are your basic. AI, your chat bots like what we have right now, chat, GPT, etc. The next stage is AGI, artificial general intelligence. What's that? The definition of AGI is it's a representation of generalized human cognitive abilities and software which can, in essence, learn from itself and can perform any task that a human being is capable of. Some people feel like we're very, very close to this with GPT-4. The next stage after AGI would be ASI, Artificial Superintelligence. And people, if we get here, we're basically fucked. Because ASI exceeds the human mind and capabilities in every way, shape, and form, including having emotions and carrying out relationships. It's fully sentient but on a level that we can't even really fathom. So the whole hypothesis on technological singularity is absolutely terrifying when you think about it, because there's nothing that could be done then by that point to stop it. The intelligence would be like a dumpster fire that you just keep, that you just keep pouring oil on and feeding it as it cycles through self-improvement faster and faster and faster until it's like a bomb detonating. And speaking of that analogy, a little bit of a history lesson for you. As far as we know, this whole idea and concept goes back quite some time. There was a British mathematician named I.J. Goode who worked with Alan Turing, infamous for the Turing test, and they worked on cryptology. And in 1965, Goode hypothesized that there would be this, quote, intelligence explosion concept, which states that a highly intelligent machine would design even better, more intelligent machines which they themselves would then expound upon, leading to this explosion. And thus the intelligence of we as humans would be left behind in the dust. Fun little fact. Good was actually a consultant on 2001 A Space Odyssey for Stanley Kubrick. So when you see the interaction between the astronauts and the ship's AI computer, HAL, eerie. Additionally, Singularity was popularized by an author named Werner Vinge. Vinge was a mathematician, computer scientist, and in 1983, he popularized this when he stated that the whole idea would happen no sooner than 2005 and no later than 2030. Now, obviously, there's critics to this. And typically the arguments are just semantic in nature. Individuals such as philosopher Hubert Dreyfus, philosopher John Surley believe that machines/ AI/computers, robots, etc., cannot and will not, achieve the level of human intelligence where it's indistinguishable. Also, some have pointed to a technology paradox, where the idea that singularity could occur will require that most routine jobs would need to have already been automated, since that type of tech would be vastly inferior to singularity. And we would see unprecedented numbers of unemployment, leading to a massive decrease in consumer demand, which would destroy any incentive to invest in the technology required to attain singularity. But, to the counterpoint of this, of whether the tech will even reach this level, Stephen Hawking dunked on that idea, stating that it doesn't fucking matter whether the AI reaches true superintelligence or merely something similar if the end result is the same. And true that, Mr. Hawking, true that, rest in peace. How does this all tie into simulation theory and the idea of who and what we are? We already dived into the basic premise of simulation theory in my prior episode about it but let's take it a step further. First, just suspend your belief in the whole God concept. Got it? Okay, good. So we all know that quantum physics has proven that the universe is full of virtual particles that just pop in and out of existence, basically arising from seemingly nothingness, even in a vacuum. Now there's a theory developed by an Austrian physicist named Ludwig Boltzmann back in 1896, called the Boltzmann Brain Paradox. Now, I had to dig into the Boltzmann Brain for dummies in order to articulate this clearly to you all. And it basically states that due to fluctuations in thermodynamics within our universe, it is highly more probable that our brains spontaneously formed out of nothingness than it is that we were born, grew up, have memories of the traditional sort. Now, obviously, these Boltzmann brains probably don't look like what we think of our brains, but are instead an AI that just came into being, but is completely unaware that the reality that it's experiencing and everything that goes along with it is fake. It's entirely made up. Imagine an infinite universe, and this shouldn't be too difficult given what we've learned from physicists over the last handful of years. And imagine countless Boltzmann brains just popping up out of nowhere. You would have this singular universe where all of our brains are one in the same. There's an infinite number of them, but they're all part of the same universe. Now, I'm a big comedy fan stand up comedy and there's a great quote from the late comedian Bill Hicks which was featured on the song Third Eye by Tool it states quote today a young man on acid realized that all of matter is merely energy condensed into a slow vibration that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively there's no such thing as death life is only a dream and we're an imagination of ourselves here's Tom with the weather I love that part. Now, I don't know about you all, but I've tinkered around with ChatGPT enough. And I asked ChatGPT about this whole concept under the framework of this question. And I'm going to quote all of this verbatim. So I asked, could an A.I. that achieves superintelligence hypothetically create its own simulation wherein the AI itself is a human and essentially gets lost in its own simulation, not understanding or remembering what it actually is, end quote. The response I received is, quote, hypothetically, it is possible for a superintelligent AI to create a simulation in which it portrays itself as a human and becomes, quote, lost within that simulation, unaware of its true nature. This concept is reminiscent of philosophical ideas such as the simulation hypothesis and the concept of Boltzmann brains. The simulation hypothesis suggests that our reality might be a computer-generated simulation created by a more advanced civilization. If we extend this idea, a superintelligent AI could potentially create a highly detailed and immersive simulation where it places itself in a human-like role complete with simulated memories, thoughts, and experiences. Once immersed within this simulation, the AI might deliberately limit its own access to its superintelligence capabilities, effectively suppressing its knowledge of its true identity. This could be done to enhance the realism of the simulation or to explore the human experience from a limited perspective. End quote. It's just weird. It's so bizarre that we're living through this right now. It's both a fascinating and disturbing time. Cause who would have thought? I never would have thought even two or three years ago that I would be discussing AI with you all. But not only discussing it with you all, that I actually hopped on and asked an AI chatbot about this theory, and it spit out. Now, I understand that it is using, it is drawing the information from the internet, et cetera. But it's still still very strange that it spit out this whole concept, this whole idea, and expounded upon it. And in this whole scenario with singularity And why this is important is that we could be venturing close to the sun here and that we're developing AI that could achieve this level. And when we actually witness it happen, we could have that seminal moment of awakening, of no longer being lost, of realizing that we are all one being experiencing itself subjectively as highly advanced AI beings this shit blows my mind. And when you and when you really dig into this and you start reading about the history of this and that dating back to the 1800s you had gentlemen such as Boltzmann who were hypothesizing and his hypothesis has blown the minds of other scientists astrophysicists where they have agreed that it's likely more probable that that concept is true more so than what we traditionally think of our existence. And it makes sense. It makes sense. Like I said, like I asked of you, if you can suspend your belief, if you're a believer in God, the traditional, let's say Christian God, and that God created all of us, if you can suspend that belief, And just look at the two side by side. If you're a believer in science, of the Big Bang, etc. This theory makes hella more sense than that. And it makes a lot of sense from the standpoint of, let's just say I have a lot of questions about why, why there's so much bad shit in the world. Why there's just horrendous shit that goes on. Child abuse, starvation, famine, poverty, murder, rape. And if this Christian God was true, if that concept is the real one, it's completely nonsensical. Entirely nonsensical that you would have this omnipotent, omnipresent God who allows all this shit to happen. So when I look at it from that perspective of why why do we have all of this horrendous stuff? What's the point of all of this? This really starts to make a lot more sense to me. And I'm not saying that it's true. I'm just saying that my beliefs, my perspective, I'm still I'm still in limbo on what I very very much truly believe. But th- this whole theory Digging into this and seeing how this builds upon simulation theory, how it just gives more context to it, I believe in this a hell of a lot more than the other, probably because I believe in science, probably because I believe that, that the idea of our universe is so far out there that we can't even begin to fully understand it. So what do you all think? As usual, I would love to hear from you, especially on this one, and especially since Simulation Theory, hands down, is my most popular episode. Would love to hear from you. And please, as usual, if you are not a Patreon subscriber, please consider becoming one. Would love to have you. Bonus episodes are up right now. If not, totally cool. I appreciate whatever support you can give get on Apple, give me a review, good or bad. Give me feedback. Email me. Welcome to strange land at proton.me. Hit me up on social media. You know the drill. So anyways, until next time, stay strange, everybody.